0: Hey, everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a fantastic day out there today. Today, Sleepy Saturday we all talk about rest, recovery, rejuvenation. But to really understand this and implement it and have a kind of process behind it for ourselves and the way we think about our world and our capacity and what is recovery, what does it mean, what is life balance, we've got to look at um, this new phenomenon or this old phenomenon that's been put into words in the last 10 years or so what we call allostatic load, allostatic load. And I equate this a lot to like lactic acid in the body, but this is our experience of stress. So lactic acid is a metabolic byproduct that is one of the main things that's responsible for our muscle soreness. Our muscles get tired from heavy anaerobic, activity. And we've got a what we call a lactic threshold. And that lactic threshold is that line of when, hey, this goes from highly aerobic to highly anaerobic activity, where we have a buildup and a continual buildup over time of lactic acid. So that's our kind of lactic threshold. But then we have different loads over time based on this. And lactic threshold is that is that point of when all of our whatever activity we're doing is we are at the even point we're at the point where we are wrapped we are just as fast breaking down lactic acid as we are building it up and part of this that anaerobic metabolism allows us to have quick bursts of energy crocodiles can survive much much higher acidity in their body but they can't move after because of it. It takes so long for them to bask in the sun to get rid of that. That's why they're so damn powerful, because they can tolerate such high loads of lactic acid in the body, but they only last for a short amount of time. That's why if you ever are in a fight with an alligator or crocodile, you run like hell and you zigzag for them to use more energy. And again, they'll beat you in the short term, As long as you last long-term, you'll be a-okay, and you don't let them rest. But when in doubt, just don't get in a fight with an alligator or crocodile. It doesn't end well. Thankfully, I uh, do not have that personal experience. But we talk about this comparison because it's easier for people oftentimes to visualize the uh, physical. And... You know, we've all had a feeling of, hey, my muscle's a little sore from some type of movement I've done, right? We've all had that in our life. Some of us from an intentional workout, some of us just, hey, ramping up extra activity. But we can all relate to that. So this idea of allostatic load is the stressors on our body. And I don't mean this of inherently good stress or bad stress, just stress in general. Just stimulus in general. And also is our, in our allostatic, so our allostatic load is the totality of this. And then our tolerance, our threshold, is what's our body's ability to handle it. And we think of it like this analogy. You've got a cup and it's in the sink. And when you turn on the faucet and you let it drip real slow and it builds up and it fills up, When you turn the sink on and the water goes down that's the stress that's the stimulus that's the allostatic load being acted on in you and these are a variety of stimulants right these are a variety of things this is hey what is my nutrition life like if i have really good nutrition that things are not having detrimental effects awesome that's less water that gets poured into the cup How's my sleep health? Oh, last night, crappy, crappy night of sleep. Only five and a half hours, woke up a few times. Oh man, that's a lot more water. That gets filled up in the cup. Am I in pain right now? Is my body physically in pain? How a little bit, okay. That's more water in the cup. Am I worried and anxious because I'm thinking about my pain too much or a lot? That's even more water in the cup. How's my social life? Oh, actually it's doing pretty good right now. I've had some good relationships, some good people over we have had a nice good time. Okay, maybe just a tiny bit of water, not much water, cause we're doing good. Oh my gosh, I guess just, just got broken up with. Oh, there's a rainfall, a bucket full of water there. So we, uh, um, you know, just had a heavy workout, um, feeling kind of exhausted from that. Oh, a little more water. Our, uh oh, I'm setting for a test. It's time for finals. Man, that's a lot of water in that cup. So the water is a stressors in our lives. And the thing is that when we process in the brain, our perspective and our processes of this, it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't discriminate for a process, whether this is a, for stress, whether it's a stress of physical, of intellectual, emotional, whatever it might be. Our body and our brain does not discriminate. So... This all affects performance, this affects our health, this affects our immune system. There is kind of this axis between our immune system, our blood flow, our circulatory system, lymphatic system, between all these brain neurotransmitters, hormones, everything, it's all interconnected and there are chemical mediators and Interconnections that are proven scientifically throughout the body and that show that the body really does not discriminate in this. So, we got the water as one side of things. But when we went through that analogy, when I said, Hey, put your cup in the sink and fill it up, what do you think of the normal glass of water that you have? How big is that? We're talking like a 16 ounce or an 8 ounce. Is this a coffee mug? Is this a coffee pot? This is it a shot glass? What's the size of that cup? Because water will fill up. There are normal stressors that are not always bad things, that are just life things that fill up. But where we feel at that threshold, where we feel all our stress, where we feel that burden, where we can have heightened pain by having the same painful, potentially painful stimulus but by having this these extra stressful effects on the body is when the water starts to overflow. And so we've got two strategies. Number one, we can decrease the amount of water that we're pouring out of the tap, right? We can do that by having good nutrition, by having good quality sleep, by having great relationships, by having intellectually stimulating things. But not being overwhelmed and overburdened all the time. So we can do, we can have strategies to pour less water, but we can also get a bigger cup. If your faucet is trickling into a shot glass, how well, can make sense why you're burned out by the end of the day. What if you trade that shot glass out for a Nalgene water bottle? The same stress, the same stimulants, they don't affect you anymore because you've gotten a bigger cup. What if that Nalgene bottle turns into a coffee pot? A big coffee pot, right? What if it turns into a gallon jug, a five-gallon bucket? They can't touch you, shot glass can't touch you. It's a drop in the ocean for you. Now, we don't get a bigger cup right away. We've got to work for it, we've got to earn it, we've got to have resilience. And you know, I like the analogy of a cup. I was not the one that came up with it. But I appreciate the people who did. Because it, just like a cup, it is our capacity. What's its capacity to hold? That's what it is for us. What's our capacity to hold that level of stress? Whatever that level of stress is, what's our capacity to hold it? So we have this new frame of mind, new way of thinking. It's all about what are the stressors on us? that are multimodal, multidimensional, affect everything bleeding to each other. You cannot truly separate them. All these things affect performance. And, you know, I had, I certainly talked to this for any of my patients or anybody who, you know, who stressed, where stress is a major contributor to um, aspects of their pain. But I was uh, recently talking to one of my patients and, um, you know, they're probably one of the most just pure, hey, this is just biological involvement. There's no extra crazy stress compounds. There's no extra like emotional influence on it as much. I mean, for everybody, there's always an emotional influence, right? There's always a placebo or nocebo effect. There's always the good or bad. But as far as for him, there wasn't a lot of negative aspects going on for him whatsoever. And more than for most people. But what I will say is, you know, he came in and he was like, you know, it's... And, like, again, this is a dude who he meditates two hours a day. He's, you know, normal activity. He's surfing, doing yoga, all this, like, great activity stuff. And killing the nutrition game for sure, getting good quality sleep. But he came in he was like, man, I just... I didn't sleep good. And, like, we're going through the the session and we modified it a little bit based on that. And he's going at a fairly high level now but he was like you know this is uh this is a good pace for today because it's just like i just i feel different the focus isn't quite as sharp the recovery's not there as much i'm getting winded just a little bit easier um and so this does have an effect and we all know it. we've all felt it we've all gotten a a crappy night of sleep or we've all been in the time of like man i'm just craving hitting my head on that bed just craving it And so today, if I look at my kind of allostatic load, what are the stressors, good, bad, or kind of neutral? So with the social isolation, I've had some good kind of casual uh, messaging with some friends, but nothing that's deeply stimulating. So hey, a little bit lack of uh, strong social connections. That might be a little bit of water for me. But I was hanging out on the street outside my place, and I uh, had a couple good talks with some good people. Um, so, you know, that, that definitely helped. Sleep. Sleep was good for me. Sleep was great the other night. Um, got good quality sleep, so that's not too much. Nutrition. Nutrition was good. Did some own cooking. Um, you know, got some good veggies in it and everything. I felt I felt good about that. There's definitely time during the middle of the day where I'm like, damn, I haven't eaten too long. I'm hungry. So... I fed the graven. I'm good. Physical stress? Um, there was definitely some. You know, I got some good jump rope in, some good mace training and everything. So there's a, again, it's not a bad load on the body, but it's just, what's well, our body's total capacity to handle it. Um, that was, you know, that's some, that's some water in there, sure. But nothing crazy, nothing overwhelming. And again, part of that physical stimulus is it's eventually going to help make my cup bigger too, right? Going to help make me able to withstand more in the future so it works on both uh, then probably today the largest allostatic load for me um would be intellectual um so i kind of did a lot of pacing a lot of um in terms of like in a different ca- bunch of different categories of things going back and forth between working out between doing intellectual stuff but i had a uh a decently long webinar this morning on the shoulder and posture from uh done by kevin wilk and a webinar that he put on i had another um, longer uh, like another hour and a half one a concussion based webinar um that was pretty good um for just giving some good refreshers on best concussion care for patients specifically um for post-concussive disorder where they've had symptoms last longer than that natural normal healing time period and how can we best help these people? So that was great. And then in addition to that, I had another free, um, this time got a full online course, a uh, pain science course that was about a five-hour course. Um, so I, I did all those, right? Um, and so that, that definitely took took some intellectual energy out of me for sure. Um, and it was it was self-paced. It was easier. It wasn't bad. Um, but again, that was on my first kind of weekend off in the last three weeks. So it was definitely good to do, it was definitely fun, but at the same time, it's like, all right, my intellectual part of me is like, all right, I've tired myself out. And it's funny sometimes how they talk about, like, you know, great chess players when they're in their competitions that they're, you know, competing all day, they're just literally sitting there. They can burn as many calories as some great athletes do in a tennis match. Right, just by sitting playing chess because that's how high their brain activity is that's how high it is in the brain demands such high need for fuel so if you want to go on a weight loss program and so efficiently fuel yourself you've got to get your intellectual game up and I'm not saying bombard yourself but work on your brain use your brain utilize it just for your health in general but then also for hey if you really want to get at it Our brain requires the most, per weight, it requires the most energy. Hands down, guaranteed. So why would we not use it, right? Why would we not use it? So, I definitely feel tired from that today. And that's fine, it's normal. Is all that within my cup? Absolutely, it totally is. Um, Was I having a tiny bit of water overflowing by the end of this last week? Yeah, a little bit. that's calmed down. I've been able to recover nice and well. And I'll continue to recover tomorrow. So this whole concept of allostatic load and kind of tolerance and capacity of our cup, it's pretty important, but it's also really important and pertinent in these times with the whole COVID thing going on and being, talking about susceptibility or resiliency to not being susceptible. we have got to consider these things. Alright, y'all. Well, hey, cheers tonight. Cheers to see you developing a bigger cup and uh, saving a little water for the fish cutting down on the faucet. Alright y'all, simply not easy.